Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Yes, let us. Good morning, Metroplex. Shout out to the 6 a.m. club. I'm Sean Shreve alongside our Cowboys insider, Bobby Belt. And we are your home of America's team. Todd Archer yesterday reporting no Tyron Smith, no Zach Martin, no Malik Hooker, and no Demarcus Lawrence at practice. Malik said the plan is for him to get some work today, and yesterday was a later and lighter practice than normal, and you were out there doing the Cowboys Hour, chilling with Larry Brown, Nick Eman, and Nate Newton. Yeah, and it's, the the Tyron Smith one is a little interesting, because Tyron's Why, had, I just thought he didn't practice. Right, he, does, he doesn't practice on Wednesdays, typically Wednesdays or Thursdays a lot of times, we see that he's got the rest. The problem is, is that usually he is listed on the injury report as NIR rest, not injury-related rest. This was DNP, and there was nothing on the injury report that said rest. It said back. And so he played every snap last uh, game. It doesn't sound like they're too terribly worried about it, but I've seen this movie before where it's like, we're not too terribly worried about this injury that Tyron Smith has, and then ultimately we get to game day, and it's like, yeah, it just it didn't, didn't straighten out in time for us. But that's a little concerning that it wasn't listed as rest. It was listed as he actually had an injury that he was dealing with. So no Tyron Smith or no Zach Martin yesterday. My favorite coach in the National Football League, Mike McDaniel, was previewing Tom the Cowboys. And he was asked about Micah. He said, yeah, one of the best players at any position. It's not really debatable. This dude is different. And the orchestration that he has with his teammates, the stuff that Dan Quinn does with the multiplicity of his alignments, you can tell that not only is he unique in skill set, you don't play all the way across the line and in the stack and do all the things he does without having a true love for the game. He's more fun to watch when you're not going to play him. But I like the challenge of facing elite players like our guys do. You combine talent with strength. It's rarefied air in general with the level of skill and strength that he exhibits. He is a real dude for sure. So there's my boy, Mike McDaniel, previewing Micah and the Cowboys. Tua was talking about growing up as a Cowboy fan and how his family was all the same until he donned the teal and orange. Yeah. Doesn't that sound intimidating? White, teal, and orange. Yeah, I mean, they are dolphins, too. The the, the mascot themselves is not, like, that intimidating, sweet, I don't feel Sweet like. jerseys, though. Yeah, absolutely. Look, they. I mean, they ruined the, the uniform in recent years. The logo was so much better when it was more like the cartoony dolphin wearing the dolphin helmet instead of the little, like, sleek one now. I, I don't like that one as much. But, look, this is going to be a game where they're they're so similar in so many ways. 
the the biggest thing stylistically they're obviously not exactly the same Miami loves to run the ball in that San Francisco type of style uh Miami is a Dallas is a fast team Miami is an exceedingly fast team like this is something that we were talking about last night on the uh, Cowboys crosstalk is that Miami is about as fast a team as we've probably seen since like the 99 Rams like it's that that's the last team that relative to the rest of the league is as fast as this one maybe Kansas City a few years ago they had a lot of speed on their offense but uh, man the Tyree Kill Waddle Achan like those are some of the fastest players in the league those are like sprinter type of guys and so that sort of speed that you're gonna have to deal with is is gonna be tough for this Cowboys defense that when Dan Quinn talks about the aggressiveness and the speed they play with and all that causes some over pursuit well you better be disciplined this week because this is a team that can make you look silly in a hurry I'm looking to double check. I believe what I'm about to say is correct as usual, but correct as usual, King Friday. This is the highest over under for the week in the NFL, and I'm actually surprised it's not higher. Fifty eight and a half. Forty nine and a half. Ugh, that's it. Right? That's the highest. Both these teams, uh, the way I do it, again, Peyton and RJ are the true dege- de- degenerates, but I'm like twenty five and twenty five. Yeah, both these teams are going to score 25 points apiece. That gets me to 50. Who's going to go higher than that? That's the way I think of it. 49 and a half, that I would take the over. I am I, I clearly would take the over because I thought 58 and a half, but I also don't know gambling. This is more evidence. I, I like to display to the NFL Network instead of actually taking my gambling training. Yeah. I like to display with uh, my awful gambling analysis that that's proof that I don't do it. And so that, that's where I get it from. All right, uh, in terms of... Pro Bowl voting, these Cowboys lead the way in five positions. CeeDee Lamb, Zach Martin, Micah Parsons, Deron Bland, and Brandon Aubrey. They lead the NFC in the voting at those positions. Who's the quarterback leader? <sighs> Brock Purdy. Oh, yeah. Big C Brock, as we call him. Yeah. Uh, the, the, I mean, look, it's, it's honestly fair right now because Brock Purdy is also the MVP leader. The thing that's interesting to me is just how – far and away Tua leads in the AFC right now like not just at quarterback he leads all vote getters by a healthy margin by by like you know uh, 30 40,000 votes or something he's he's the highest vote getter so Miami's been on top of their uh Miami fans have been on top of whatever social media push there is for them to get the vote out there but it's a uh it's it's a little surprising to me that Tua is just this dominant force in the Pro Bowl voting right now but Brock Purdy taking over from Dak a couple weeks ago not too terribly surprising. San Francisco actually leads all teams, I believe, right now in total votes. No deal done, but Indomitian Sue apparently met with the Miami Dolphins. There's a lot of Cowboy fans. Anyone that's out there, anyone that's out on the waiver wire who is big or physical, the Cowboy fans want for this run defense. Indomitian Sue. Big body, nasty streak, old. Look, I don't I I don't even know that it's anybody who's out there that's physical and anything. It's just if there's a name out there and they know the name, they want him. It could be a receiver. It could be a quarterback. If there's somebody who gets cut yeah. and they know the name, then they immediately would like to have them here. Uh, and it's not like Sue's somebody who's been released. He's been out on the market for a little while now. But, yeah, I, that's not somebody that I think the Cowboys have a ton of interest in. They've not in the past. Whenever the opportunity's presented itself that he's out there and he's available and the Cowboys could you know, potentially bring him in, they've not shown a ton of interest in the past. I know that the the chatter had been for a little while that Philly might go after him, which would, of course, send a lot of Cowboys fans into a tizzy. But 
I mean, if he ends up in Miami, that would make some sense too. That's just not a guy that I think helps you a great deal at this point. Why did Mike McDaniel give his team the clearance to tell the media to F off yesterday? Uh, because they're they're tired of the questions about, hey, you got to beat somebody here. You got to, you know, you you need to beat a top-tier contender. You need to, what about playoff positioning? Home what are you doing away. here? Yeah, those sorts of questions that the Cowboys deal with all the time. Again, that's how they reflect each other a great deal. Those questions that Miami's dealing with are the same ones that Dallas is dealing with right now. And, uh, you know, that's the the advice that Mike McCarthy has given, or that's the advice that Mike McDaniel's given his team. Maybe it's the advice that Mike McCarthy should be giving the Cowboys. I instructed the players to anything other than concern yourself with the next opponent, which for us is the Dallas Cowboys, and any other narrative um, that has to do with good teams or playoff seeds or the next three game, all that stuff, I, I gave them the clearance to tell all members of the media to, with all due respect, F off. With all due respect. Um, because all we're focused on is the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> I can't I get it. over how much he just sounds like the Hardly Boys from South Park. I've no, got a club. I've got Troy, a raging club. Troy used to call him Logic. <laughs> he does look like he looks like if Squints grew up from the Sandlot. But man, he just the it's so hard to take him seriously at he, times because of just the like I remember during the offseason he when he got asked a couple years ago about Tom Brady. That's where that comes from. But he got asked about him, and he goes, I think that's what you would call fake news. <laughs> it's just the way his delivery yeah. is so. And the way he looks, he weighs 67 pounds, and he wears <laughs> the Corey Majors pants. Like, he was pulled up like this. He's got those ones that, like, I don't know what they're called. I have no idea about style, but he got those little pants. He pulls up to his ankles. He was sitting in, uh, he was sitting in prime 47 two years ago in Indy when I walked in. Is that the and, shrimp cocktail place? Yeah. No, that's St. Elmo. No, well, the, but Prime Forty or uh, Prime is the the big like after hours spot that turns into a bar. And man, he's sitting in like a chair like this one, and he like his legs are just swinging because they don't reach the the little leg the rest there because he's just he's this little guy and oh, he's he, in the mickey chair yeah exactly it looks like kevin hart's done this bit before where he's like we scoot back in the chair your legs just got to swear and that's mike mcdaniel he's a little guy he talks funny but he's a genius he is a genius but he's I a football I, genius i remember me and you arguing about him in the past that you didn't love him i don't love mcveigh mcveigh is the guy that i think it's a little too much credit at times and that's the one that zach wolchuk always wants to have a fight over because he thinks mcveigh is the best coach in football okay i thought you were i thought you were feeling mcdaniel was a little bit overhyped and overrated uh he was getting a lot of love yesterday uh this went viral because they're on hard knocks and mike mcdaniel i saw this out of chicago I saw this from Tolos. We want our coach to do this. We want our football team to give this type of speech. Yeah, this is uh, Mike McDaniel after the – it was leading into the Jets game. I can't remember who they they played so poorly against. Uh, going, oh, it was Titans. It was the Titans game. Uh, this was their film review on the Titans game, and uh, this is Hard Knocks McDaniel clip one where he uh, he really leans into, hey, I own, I own what happened here. I know who's in this room. And what we're gonna make of it. You with me? So we're gonna hit this and like, if it's brutal, fuck yeah. Bring that shit, okay? Because we're trying to do something today that other people won't. Let's just look at it straight in the eyes. It's pretty simple. We lost the game up for 15 different reasons. And I have my hand fully in that shit, okay? 
trash plan on my part against their zero, there's better sh than having to throw a fadeaway jumper. Now, I've got a quarterback trying to overcompensate for me. I never see Tua miss any throws. I never have to coach him on throws, but the opportunities we had, whoa, sh And that's what's happening a lot is overcompensating for your teammates. So he's just going off on himself. What he's doing here is a master class, as I just saw the commercial, uh, <laughs> a master class in psychology, in blaming others, but doing it in a balanced way. He's sitting here saying, well, now I got, I got Tua doing this negatively on the field because I did this. Then he shows a clip of Jalen Ramsey. I got Jalen Ramsey chasing because he feels like he has to make a play because I did this. So he's talking. It's, it's, it's a masterful job, and that's a ton of what the NFL has to be, right? Figuring out how to blame, criticize, and get on everyone who makes more money than you do. So that was that was part one. Yeah, and and in part two, he he sits there and basically says after kind of laying it out that, hey, we all have blame here, mainly me, but we all have blame here. He then wanted to make sure that everybody knew that just like I am owning this, we own our blame here. Yeah, I call it some trash plays. That will happen. Just like you'll have bad plays. You know what makes me a man? Is that I don't blink at that nor do I avoid it. I'm going to learn from this you don't get mad. You don't get. You don't get sad. F that. Okay. We learn lessons. Okay. We're about to get ready for the Jets. Adios. <laughs> Adios. I own that S. I'm an effing man. Let me say this to defend Mike McCarthy and all the other coaches who caught strays yesterday from their media markets. It's just like anything. We don't. I assume that all these coaches do the same thing behind the scenes. We just hear McCarthy in public. We hear McCarthy at his presser. We hear McCarthy on with us. Uh, we've heard Jason Garrett get very colorful when Amazon did the... Now, maybe maybe it's not as much accountability, but that's what Cowboy fans were saying yesterday. Would Steven, Jerry, and Mike McCarthy actually own some things and look in the mirror versus act like everything is fine and point fingers elsewhere? Uh, what we hear behind the scenes has to be very, very different from what they say to us. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, I mean, I, I wonder what what would RJ Choppy say about this? Well, just because just you're throwing around some some F words doesn't mean he'd that uh, you're, you're, you're a great coach. Yeah, he'd roll his eyes. Like, I, I, I'd much prefer the, the Mike McCarthy way, which, which is just, you know, shoot it straight. Like, yeah. like th this is just, a, this, this is all performative. Yeah. RJ can't be motivated. RJ can't be uh, shaken. He doesn't believe in clutch. Uh, nothing changes. All the rah-rah stuff is just, it's eye-rolling to him. I wonder if that's why he and McCarthy are always so good with each other, is that, is that they, 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 they think of things the same way in that manner. Dallas Mavericks fall victim, the latest ones to fall victim to the L.A. Clippers. Man, I'm feeling better and better about Nick Sirianni not being the next genius. And we got more Jim Harbaugh rumors to the NFL. Around the rest of the NFL, plus Mavs clips next. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good morning, Metroplex. Shout out to the 6 a.m. club here on DFW Sports Station. I'm Sean Sean Sharif alongside Bobby Belt. We got Chris in with the sweet mustache in for (laughs) Pepe. And we got Ryan in the back live on the fan cam, Twitch, and YouTube around the rest of the National Football League. By the way, today we are going to have the Rangers turning it up. The screws are getting turned on Jordan Montgomery. We'll get to that at 7. Chris is going to show off his Dallas Stars knowledge with the hat and the sweater. Uh, we're going to have Mike Florio at 8 o'clock. Babe Laufenberg previewing the Dolphins at 8.40. Thank you for being a Tolo. That stands for turn it on, leave it on. So yesterday... Uh, Nick Sirianni went into the explanation. <laughs> Remember, I came in here on Tuesday morning and was asking why Jalen Hurts was just Hurts. heaving up the football. Two heaves in the Eagles' lost to Seattle, and the final one made zero sense. They were 12 yards away from Jake Elliott range. Jake Elliott already hit that BS freaking 61-yarder in the horrible weather conditions to give Philadelphia uh, to aid in Philadelphia's win weeks ago. So 10 to 12 more yards. We're all resigning ourselves to overtime. Instead, Jalen heaves a ball up down the right sideline, and Jamal Adams' replacement comes on over, makes his second interception of the game. Night-night, see you later. Cowboys still alive in the East. Sirianni yesterday justified the play and kind of said it was part of the plan to draw pass interference. That's stupid. That he he might Is be. he lying or I hope he's not lying. I, I hope I hope lying. this really was part of the thought process. I don't I think cuz we had talked about it at the time both of those passes looked like just yolo balls where it's like just throw it up and it's either he's giving he's covering for Jalen Hurts yeah. which boy if I'm somebody in that locker room, I'm going, so Jalen is going to throw all of, all of us under the bus talking about our level of commitment. Meanwhile, the coach is protecting Jalen for the stuff that he did wrong. That's going to start stirring up some problems, I would feel like, if that's the case. But I think that's well, probably that's not just, a commitment issue. I, but I think that's like just in general, like you're, the quarterback gets to throw people under him under the bus and then the people above the quarterback are protecting him. That doesn't seem like it's fair. So that would cause some issues right there. But I think this is legitimate. I think Sirianni and the, they probably were just like, hey, let's let's throw it to the sideline. It's unlikely to get picked off down in that corner. We'll see if we can draw something. We should have enough time to still be able to throw something over the middle if we need it. And that's, that is an insane call to me. I, I can't believe he would publicly come out and say that. Right? They made it 
that number one is an indictment of your quarterback, I think. You're running back. Well, I don't know whether it's number one or number two. One one or two is stupid coaching. The other is an indictment of your quarterback. But yeah, we're just gonna heave it up. We're just gonna throw it up versus like trying to go down the field uh, methodically and at least get in field goal range. And you're going to throw it up down the sidelines, and he's like, it's worked for us in the past. Sometimes it's not going to work. And then he wanted to compliment A.J. Brown, of course, who was crying the other day with fans by saying a jump ball to A.J. And that type of 50-50 is never a bad thing. So that was Sirianni with an explanation that had the entire Internet scratching their heads yesterday. Also, the Internet came up with this. Since Nick Bosa's blueprint video on Jalen Hurts, Mm -hmm. The Eagles have an 0-3 record. He (laughs) said, hey, Dallas, this is how you contain him. Since then, Jalen's stats are as follows. One passing touchdown, two interceptions, passer rating of 71. It was a 40 against Seattle. Make of that what you will. And old Dom. Dom and the blueprint. Those are the two things that have just jinxed this organization. (laughs) Although I don't know how much it is jinxing because let's, let's be real about this. I know you felt like it was a little bit more of a coin flip between Dallas and Philly. You didn't feel like Dallas objectively outplayed Philly the first time. Well, everybody forgets. Look, so there was, there was two luck factors. One, the game of inches, Dak out of bounds, uh, Schoonmaker. Uh, Penalties on first and five and, at the six. And the fumbles. Yeah. The fumbles versus the Cowboys' final drive. That's... It usually doesn't happen. Like for the, it was a miracle that they were going down the field. We all forget that in that moment we were saying to ourselves, "Oh my God, this, like this is a miracle that could happen." You you got this the is a fi- miracle you drive. got the fifty yard pass interference that Sirianni was trying to get yeah. at the end of the game. Yeah, that's what puts you in position. But anyway, back to you. But so uh, either way, that one was close. But let's even cut that out. Kansas City outplayed Philadelphia and lost. Right, like we all came in the next day and went, "That was not a game that Philadelphia should have won." Kansas City was better. We all felt like Buffalo outplayed them for that most of that game, and they lost. And now they've lost three in a row where they've been outplayed in all three, I feel like. You're talking about minimum five, maybe six games in a row where Philadelphia's gotten outplayed. They've got legitimate, serious problems that date back before San Francisco kicking their ass. They're just they're not playing very well for the last two months, essentially. 877-881-1053 is the truckwreck.com text line to hit us up here on DFW Sports Station. There are rumors out there. I heard a rumor. Jordan Schultz uh, reporting that Jim Harbaugh and the L.A. Chargers could be talking. Yep, and this is something where there, there's there been talk out there for a little while now that, you know, they're the Chargers could make a big-time splash higher here, that it could be Bill Belichick, that it could be Jim Harbaugh. Harbaugh, to me, is the perfect type of coach to step in there with the Chargers. I, I was always in big favor of, of talking to Jim Harbaugh for the Cowboys, was that the Cowboys is a team that were just right on the edge, that if you could push them over the edge, Harbaugh's the type of guy that comes in, pushes you over the edge, and then pretty quickly starts grading on people. That's what he ran into in San Francisco. They didn't get the job done quick enough in San Francisco before he started grading on people and irritating them. But, yeah, Jordan Schultz reporting that it's unclear if the feeling is mutual as Harbaugh gets set to coach the Wolverines in their third consecutive college football playoff appearance, but that the Chargers do have this interest. And this is a lot of smoke 
around that fire because this is something that Jeremy Fowler and Dan Graziano talked about recently that the Chargers would be interested in making a really big time splash higher. They're not necessarily interested in, you know, some little elevation like, oh, let's just, you know, put Khaled Moore in that spot or let's go out there and find just, you know, a quality assistant who doesn't have the big name. They want the name. They want the big time power player in there at that head coaching spot, which makes sense. Like you already tried to find the next genius with Brandon Staley and it didn't work out the way you wanted it to. You know, if you go and hire Dan Quinn, which is something that there's been a little bit of smoke around that. Like the the Fowler and Grazianos of the world have talked about that. When KJ Wright came on here and just basically out of nowhere throughout, I didn't think Dan was leaving the last couple years. I think he's leaving this year. I think he's going to the Chargers. Like, it's like, okay, there's, there's, it sounds like there's some sort of interest there. And we know that Quinn and Kellen Moore get along. And so it may be a case where he goes, hey, I can step right and do that. But do the Chargers want to make that decision or do they want to make that hire knowing that they feel like they're close. They just need somebody who's going to come in here, light a fire, and push a group of underachievers over the top. That may be more a Harbaugh or a Belichick. I've soured on Harbaugh over the past couple years. I was a big advocate of his. The whole cheating thing. I put him right up there. I I, I don't know. There's something about him that rubs me the wrong way. I'm getting, uh, maybe as RJ would say, RJ would have the balls to say it. I guess I have to now since he's out some, some charlatan vibes. I don't know. I don't know. There's something... You know, he's very intense, obviously. We know what went wrong with Trent Balky, the GM there. You would hire him if you were the Chargers? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, I mean, if you're just talking about it, like— I'm surprised that you like him this much. You just need to—because he's a great coach. Like, I mean, what he did in San Francisco was— With a high, fast burnout factor. Yes, that's the biggest problem It's is that it'll burn out quick. You need to win in like the first three years. But he's the kind of guy that can push that over the top. It just it grates on people after a little while. I just look at what he did at— San Diego and then what he did at Stanford and what he's done, you know, into San Francisco going to Michigan. Michigan was the first spot he was in where you felt like he was really disappointing. And that was for several years. Lately, people felt like he's done a fantastic job coaching. And so I just I I think it makes a ton of sense if you're a team that's close and on the edge to say Harbaugh's the type of guy that pushes us over the top. That's somebody who can come in here, light a fire, give you that boost you need for two to three years. You just got to win quick. In the latest comedy show in New York, Aaron Rodgers, we know, is not going to be playing. He got his little rocks off and his jollies or whatever that stupid <laughs> saying is. His jollies. By, <laughs> by fooling everyone and screwing with everybody when he knew he wasn't going to play this year. But they activated him yesterday. They activated him to have him out there practicing is this really a smart move? Everyone was laughing at it, making fun of it, robbing someone of a roster spot and opportunity. But is it a smart move for next year? That's the year? thing. You are costing somebody their job. Like, like you ended up getting a guy cut over it for what reason? The rehab or whatever else that, oh, well, we want him to continue his rehab. It's important for him to be around and, and hanging around the guys and everything else. But like that, you are taking up a roster spot doing that. I have such a like-hate relationship with these guys. I really do. I hated them, and then Hard Knocks, I liked them. And then I liked Zach Wilson, and then I disliked Zach Wilson. I'm done with Zach Wilson. And then I liked Rodgers, and then he was on with McAfee, and he's giving these great football points, and he's praising Dak, and then he admits the whole thing is a ruse, and I'm back to hating him and them again. The Jets are a clown show. Like, a couple of reminders this week. Mike McCarthy probably has a better locker room culture, at least with stability, the Nick Sirianni and the Eagles. And before you kill and crush Jerry Jones, look at some of these other freaking messes throughout the National Football League, like Mark Davis 
And Woody Johnson is a joke too. He's pretty. He's pretty tough, especially like I, the the most hilarious thing to me. I thought that was all for show. You remember when he got his uh his like sauce gardener chain or whatever Woody Johnson during Hard Knocks, and he he broke it out in training camp, and he was wearing that bling. Yeah, I, I remember seeing that and being like, "Oh, that's funny." Like, but that's all probably for show. When the Jets were were coming to town, I was walking down the tunnel in the final two minutes, heading well. to the locker room, and Woody Johnson came down and hopped on a golf cart and was wearing that chain. At the Cowboys game with his suit, had his Woody bling well, he's doing on. it as a funny bit. I know, but he was wearing it two weeks into the season. Like, I think he does wear that legitimately, like, pretty consistently. The Jet, it's just those New York teams are, they're, they're such a mess right now. Like, I mean, honestly, there's They've something been. up with that Northeast. Buffalo has obviously had their issues and their, their wild distractions. We know the Giants and the Jets, everything they've dealt with. The Patriots have been a mess this year. There's just something about that Northeast right now for these NFL teams. But, man. By the way, we were waiting to see if the Chargers would promote Kellen to head coach. That did not happen. Instead, it was their outside linebackers coach. Yeah, that's a little. G-I-F-F. Is that Jeff or Jif? Or Gif? Gif or Jif? Jeff. Jif's. I think it's Gif. It's Gif. Yeah, Gif. Pretty sure on that one. G-I-F-F. I think that is a Gif. Gif. Give, wait, are you guys guessing or do you know? I'm guessing. Like, did you hear it on a TV? Sports? It seems like Ryan knows back here. He okay. knows it's GIF. GIF. Yes. GIF Smith. It, it, it uh, is GIF. Listen to Ryan. They get a little bit cocky. He's like, it's GIF. Well, GIF. I mean, look, Ryan deserves his cockiness right now. He's been on top of getting us the Doritos shot and everything else. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I, get us some actual Doritos chips. Then we'll give you a pat <laughs> on the back. Uh, the picture of it. GIF what? Smith replaces Brandon Staley and JoJo Wooden. As the interim GM, so JoJo and GIF. Yeah, I, I look, I think that this speaks to what we had talked about, like the, the theory you put forth of GIF. maybe they don't want to put Kellen up there and have him flame out. Stain him. Uh, yeah, that, that would make a lot of sense and cause you to then think, go, well, let's put our linebackers coach in there. Or, you know, the other reverse that could be that you don't want a situation like the Raiders ran into with Rich Bisaccia a couple years ago where he rallies the team and then there's this big push for you to hire a guy that you didn't really want to hire anyway. And so they feel like, well, let's just throw it to the linebackers coach. Nobody's going to make a big argument for this guy regardless of how the team plays. Kellen Moore, if they played well at the end, they may make an argument for that and we want to hire a Belichick or a Harbaugh or some big name. I have a brand new college football team. I'm jumping ship already, and Bobby needs your help. Who else is screwed with Christmas gifts? You haven't bought Jack Squat yet. Roberto needs your help, and I'll apologize to all the Red Raiders. Apologize. Especially Peyton. Next on Sean and RJ. 105.3 The Fam. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 
I was about ready to talk in his ear, too. <laughs> How about some pizzazz right there? What a commercial read from Chris in for Pepe. Where'd you go to broadcast school or where'd you go to college? Principia College up in St. Louis. Princeton? Uh, no, no. God, I wish. Principia? Principia? Where the hell is that? D3 school up the Mississippi River from St. Louis. And was it a broadcasting school? No, no. I just, because it was D3, I just did every every sport that I could. So. Uh, oh, you like call the games? I called the games. All all that? That, yeah. Okay. And you, what would you consider? Like, you want to do play-by-play? No, I'm I'm happy as a board op right now. I mean, I'm I'm loving it right now. So. What, 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 what? Know your role, fit the role perfectly. Yeah, we well don't done. we don't want another Joey Erickson situation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> where we're like, oh, this guy's pretty good, and then he just he splits yeah. to go do D three play by play, and another we're hockey guy as well. So I'm saying I, I'm getting Joey vibes, just just like that. If you were gonna do play by play, what would your sport be? That you think you'd be the best at? Probably hockey, Hockey's? hockey, baseball. Yeah, is Joey. Have you been on Spittle's podcast yet? I I haven't. I haven't. <laughs> Okay. Listener though, seven o'clock, baby. <laughs> seven o'clock. The re- get that get that resume demo tape ready. You, Stars preview. You have those auto downloads, right? Like you say, you're a big listener, Spitz and stuff. So you have it set to auto download. Make sure you get every episode. Absolutely, Aussie app every single day. What yeah. they talk about in the last one? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Chris Arnold. Eight seven seven eight eight one one zero five three. Chris in for the next few days. Is PayPal out next down. week? No, just okay. these two days. Just these two days. Choppy out. It's Sean Treef and Bobby Bell with you. Thank you for being a Tolo and sticking with us as part of the 6 a.m. Club, our best radio audience of the entire show. I apologize, apologize. to Joey McGuire and all my fellow Red Raider fans, but I'm out. I have to. Family decision is yesterday. My godson. Officially signed to go play football at Vanderbilt. So I'm very happy for him. Spectacular young man, straight A student, 6'5", monster, just won the state championship. They were not supposed to. He's really a wide receiver slash tight end. He went to play quarterback for his pops, storybook, final game, all that crap. But I'm really excited because this is the first time I'm going to go to that part of the country. And I've heard so much about it. Nash Vegas, baby! As I'm going to go and eventually, why why, why, why squint in your eyes? Now that I was saying, I was just thinking, take that Rashard Mendenhall. He's out here crushing it. Oh, white boy, white kid. He's out there crushing (laughs) it, leading him to state. What is Rashard Mendenhall, though? Yeah. Uh, You've never been to Nashville? No. Really? Yeah. That's not. That's the city I've been to the most outside of. Really? Yeah. I mean, we lived there for two years. And so because of that, like I've visited back several times. There have just been different instances for work or whatever else that I've had to go there. I, you'll love Nashville. Nashville's great. What's it like? Nashville, just it's like it's got this, the entire downtown area, is. it's just a nice aesthetic. The energy's really great there. Everybody's really friendly. Is it just friendly. like one street? No, no, no. not No, it's not like that. But, I mean, it's just the, the entire aesthetic. Like a cooler is, Fort Worth? Or? It's kind of Fort Worthy, yeah. yeah. It's it's like it's more like the aesthetic of, of, like, a Dallas in terms of just, like, it's got the big city, like, skyscrapers yeah. and everything else. But the, the vibe is much more, even though it's not deep south, it definitely does have, like, still deep south vibes to it. Oh, really? It. Yeah. It's very much co- southern charm. I didn't mean charm cooler and, Fort Worth. I just feel like more, like, more uptown-ish city yeah, more, yeah, more big city Fort Worth. Like Fort Fort Worth is is awesome, and and the entire vibe of Fort Worth is great. But it's it definitely does have the like big city aesthetic. It has like the Dallas yeah. type of aesthetic, but then it's got the Fort Worth feeling to it. And I'm looking forward to the food. 
you know, hot chicken, compare their barbecue, have a Bud Light at Kid Rock's bar. Their barbecue is lacking. It is. I will say that. Yeah. No, but that's the, I like, I mean, Nashville is, that's one of the cities that I've always really loved going to. Slater and I worked a Titans-Browns game there one time. Uh, I like I lived there. My dad was on the air in Nashville uh, for a couple years. Well, what I was mean, his what, uh, DJ name? Uh, it was just his, his normal name there. By then, it, when he started in radio, it was Bud Light. And then, of course, <laughs> like, I mean, he couldn't do that he anymore. He got canceled. Yeah, he couldn't do that anymore. But no, um, no, he was just Bob Belt. He was on air at uh, WSM, which is the uh, that's the the big country station there out there with the Grand Ole Opry. How are the people? Good. No, like I said, it's very much you do get the. The, the southern hospitality there still okay. in, in Nashville. I like so it. it so, it's a good area. Uh, so, I, obviously, I just care about him getting drafted. Uh, so, I'm looking at Vanderbilt, and it started off well. They were 2-0. They beat Hawaii. They beat Alabama, A&M, and then they proceeded to lose 10 in a row. 10 in a row to finish out the season. But this is what I told him. Bryce... All you got to do is flash and show out for two games. You got three years to play well against two teams somewhere in that SEC schedule. I need Brian Broadus. I need Bobby Belt. I need Zach Wolchuk to notice you against a first or a second round draft pick. And you put up a stat line against a stud and I can quit this. I mean, I can follow you and watch you and possibly the pros. So I'm looking at your Missouris, your Floridas, your Georgias, your Auburns, your Tennessees. You're gonna be go, going up against some studs, but what do you know about Vanderbilt's program? <laughs> when you said, <laughs> when you said, I was, I had to double check in the middle of you going on that because he said start off well against Hawaii, Alabama, A and M, and I was like. They, I don't remember them playing well against Alabama oh, no. and Texas Alabama A&M. A&M. <laughs> one, one word. One school. I, I noticed the strategic pause of the way you delivered no, Alabama to A&M be. to yeah. try and make it seem like that. It they, also uh, says Hawaii, comma, I. I'm like, is that Hawaii or Hawaii International? No, they, they played like, Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> they played Hawaii. Next year, man. I didn't know we were doing Hawaii like that. Next year, a- you, you've got Virginia Tech early in the season. Oh, you got the schedule? I'm, I'm looking at it right now. All August right. 31st, they open the season against Virginia Tech. When? Then you got Alcorn State. When? Steve McNair's program. Uh, Georgia State. When? At Missouri. Stro- the coin flip. <laughs> you got a bye week, then it's... At home, Nashville, Tennessee, against the Alabama Crimson Tide. Oh, my gosh. So, Alabama's going to Nashville? Is that the one you're going to go to? Well, it depends how expensive it is. Make the trip. Oh, yeah. He should get me out. How does that work? The players get tickets? They got to. Oh, we've got the road trip game. We've got the road trip game. So I'm not going with Will Chambers. You got to play Kentucky. On the road against the Kentucky Wildcats. At home against Ball State. And October 26th, which is right around the time typically every year that the the Cowboys are in their bye week. In Nashville, Tennessee, against the Texas Longhorns. Oh, that's a show trip. Let's go. I'm serious. Let's do it. it. Then you go on the road against Auburn, at home against South Carolina, bye week, and then you finish out the season on the road against the LSU Tigers, and then at home against the Tennessee Volunteers. Oh my gosh, October 26th. Gosh, I hope the Cowboys have a bye. The Alabama date is what? October 5th. Okay. Which which would be the more annoying game for you to have to go watch? Me going to watch the Longhorns play Vanderbilt or November 30th if Choppy were with you to watch the Tennessee Volunteers play Vandy? You. 
You think I don't know? I, yeah, I can see Choppy going. This is how we do it. I can, I, Choppy. I I know in social situations, I can I can control Choppy a little in bit. In football stadiums, though, I've never watching I, the Tennessee Volunteers. You've seen the way he gets Choppy here. You yeah. think you're gonna be able to handle drunk? No, you'd be worse. Alumni, no, no doubt about it. <laughs> no way. You'd be, you'd be worse. I'd be worse talking out like this. I'd be worse leading. You'd be, the, you'd be no, like no, Sirianni. It is not that. That's I love you. Oh, this is Longhorns right there. Yeah, this is I love you. Yeah. Uh, so congrats, congrats, Bryce, my godson. I tried to, I did my best. I tried to whore myself out to Sonny Dykes, to Joey McGuire, Sark. I uh, got no, got nowhere with him. Tried to whore yourself out to Dykes. It didn't work. Yeah, that's you know? right. Um, you need to uh, do some whoring yourself, apparently, because you're screwed with your Christmas gifts. I and I mentioned this in the Monday meeting that I had said I missed uh, I missed the window to buy anything online. I I screwed up. Um, and I uh, how's that window work? Like so, like I think the generally the recommendation is like the sixteenth. You have to order by the sixteenth or something like that to guarantee it gets there by Christmas. So that's done. Uh, I knew that I was going to have to enter the stores, and that still hasn't pushed me to enter the store anytime in these last three I or four your, days. I thought your girls chose a trip instead. Yeah, but that doesn't mean they're not getting anything. Like they're still. We told them smaller Christmas, like on Christmas gifts and everything else, and a trip or bigger all-out Christmas. And see, that's the other thing we're trying to figure out. I think, do you, do you? Who do else you, has nothing done on the truck right And I, Yeah, I literally have not bought a single damn thing. For Kristen, for the kids, nothing. I'm going to have to do, and I don't. I won't have time today. I'm going to have to do it tomorrow, Friday. I'm going to be doing Friday before Christmas <laughs> shopping. I, I feel you there, Bobby. I'm genuinely scared about <sighs> my shopping. I looked at Amazon last night, figured, hey, Amazon Prime, one, two days. Nope. Nope, January 3rd. Do you, no. So, do you have kids? No. How no, many people I, do you have to shop for? I mean, I have I have my parents, grandparents, you know. And uh, you're par- and you have a girlfriend. Girlfriend, yeah, girlfriend. girlfriend. Yeah. He's got okay. He's got children. Yeah, I've got to get that. So the good thing is, is that for it the, is not a parent issue, but Kristen, children, Kristen. So I don't know. The girls will be. I feel like the girls are easy. You get them stuff like you just go into a store, just grab some stuff that they like. What They've do you given mean stuff? List. Like, like whatever. Like okay, that's girly. They like. I'm sure they'll like this God. and just grab you it off the have shelf. More of a narrow path and direction towards their they, likes so, and what they love. So they've given us lists. I need that chair back, by the we, way. We've given us lists. I'll, I'll get you the my chair. My mother-in-law is starting to bust my balls about it. Really? Yeah. Because you she, told me when you handed it over, you're like, you're like, ah, just take it. He'll forget about it. I was like, I don't think it. You're like, no, I'll forget about no, it. Just take it. I said my mother-in-law. I know. And she's now she's, starting she's to bust my chops. Crap. Yeah, she came over the other day and she's like, Looking for it, and I'm like, I said, see, they're like, you gave away our chair, you gave away our gift. I was like, I'm getting it back. I promise, I'm getting it back. So I'm getting in law heat. I'll get, I'll get it. I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to scan the little like code that's on it though, and figure out where you bought it because we have to buy one of those chairs for Christmas probably. But the other thing is, when you approach this, do you approach it like with a a, a budget? Like you say, okay, I'm gonna spend this much because we've. There are times we just get in there and we start shopping for the kids, and then we realize, have we spent more on one than the other? Is it important to match up the money, or is it important to match up the number of gifts for the kids? Are you like, tell me. I don't know. I have one child. No, I know. That's what you're going to run to. But when you shop for Ollie, do you yeah. set like, hey, we're going to spend this much on Ollie this year? Or do you just start buying and then go, okay, I think we got enough gifts for him? Mm, no. I'm like, I don't know. I always have to ask, uh, what's the price? Uh, well, how much? How much is it? And she's like, all right, let's think about this. Let's get this. Let's get that. I'm like, tell me the prices. And then, you know, if it's something that's a wow factor and I'm blown away, I'm like, okay, but, you know. I'm, think, I'm thinking we're going to end up spending it. Kristen and I were trying to debate this. Kristen was trying to say 200 a kid as, as like, the that's, the. that's a good amount. And I, like. With a trip? 
and that's the thing because the trip will end up being like we've already I'm started budgeting for the trip. The trip is going to end up being like two, three grand or whatever. Like yeah. I know, and so Kristen is like, "Well, we get him a bunch of little stuff up to this, but like I don't know. I I always but feel she should have already gotten the stuff for the girls. She should have taken care. of the She kids. wants to, and I always like I'm just like don't. I'll do. You're I'll an idiot. Do. You she, are freaking. She the, uh, you have not run into this yet. The thing she will like. She has a visceral reaction to it. She will, like, shudder when she hears it. it. It, like, literally makes her cringe is me saying, I got it. If I go, she starts talking about anything, I'll go, I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. Yeah, because she hears you then on the radio say you don't got it. Because she knows what I got it means. I got it means well, stop asking me about it. That's it. it. Because I want to be involved. I don't want See? her to just do it on her own. See, that's, 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 that's not the a therapy. That's not a therapy that's a th- thing. That's a nice I just, therapy I, thing. I just, I, I want to be so involved you can, too. So you can prove that you had your, your, your fingerprints no, on it? No, no, no. I just you were involved. I get girls. I did that. No, I'll be honest. Your daddy. I'll be honest. Kristen is cheap. I got you the crappiest thing left on the rack, No, I did it. Your daddy opposite, loves you. Opposite. Kristen is cheap. And I know if I leave it up to her, I'm going to go, you went so cheap here. Right, right. This isn't the Christmas that I wanted them she to have. She wouldn't disappoint the girls. No, though. but no, but she would be like, they're going to love this. I'm like, but it, like. So what store are you going to go to? I don't. I, Where's I'm your prob- one stop shop? I, like the easiest one is Target. I feel like you walk into Target and they have toys for kids and they have electronics for Man, the older what or whatever. Like, but I mean, honestly, there's, I just find shopping centers where it's like, okay, I know I have a Target next door, a Best Buy here, there's a this here, and I just try and find shopping centers and then walk up and down them. So I'm going to have a screwed weekend. That's give what him, I'm going to have. Give them your advice. Give me back my chair. 877-881-1053, chuckwreck.com text line. Uh, are the Rangers now forced to spend more to bring back this playoff hero? And let's see if we have a new hockey bird in the building and the Mavericks, the latest Clippers victim last night. That's all next with Sean and Bobby, 105.3 The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 